Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Up and then the whole plane just explodes. The plane's gonna explode! It's not a joke! It's not a joke! We get thrown off the plane all because Brownie has a bad dream? I saw it. The plane! It's gonna blow up! It's gonna blow up! Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch movies and TV shows we haven't seen in a while. And we, we talk about it for a little while. We decide if it's rewatchable. Yeah. Right? That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and this month we're doing all Halloween-y kind of scary movies. Ah! That's, uh, we're also adding sound effects in this 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 month. Woo! Yeah, it's just Rob, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. the Rob board. <laughs> uh, I'm bored. <laughs> so, yeah, we've done Nightmare, uh, I almost said before Christmas, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yeah. We did maybe the scariest of them all, Casper. Yeah. And now this week we're doing another Devon Sawa movie, yeah. Final Destination. We finally acquiesced to the demands of the Devon Sawa fan club. <laughs> now release our families. <laughs> but we're also doing it chronologically. Like, I feel like October is just like almost like boyhood. Like, we saw Devon Sawa as like a 12 year old, and now we're in the teen years with Final Destination. Yeah. Oh. Well, that'd be weird, though, if he died, then came back to life, and then death was trying to get him again. Though that oh, would make sense. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Pick a side, death. But before we get into the movie, I do want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, HelloFresh, and thank all of our Patreon donors. Those are the people that go to patreon.com slash rewatchability, or click on the button on our website, rewatchability.com, and uh, kick in a few bucks a month that helps us keep the show going, mm-hmm. and we couldn't do it without you. Staves off death. Hundred <laughs> percent guaranteed. <laughs> We're still alive, right? So yeah, yeah. that's good. We uh, should also mention our saw contest. That's right. We're giving away a table saw. <laughs> no, we're giving away uh, Blu-ray box sets of the entire Saw series. Everything up to the the new movie that's coming out this month, Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so, exciting. So if you want to catch up for that and get in the Halloween mood, you can uh, find more about that on our social media: Facebook, Twitter. We have links to. Our our contests. Yeah. Or just ask me if you see me on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping on the street. <laughs> Do you need a place to stay? Yeah, Brian. That's this what is, they have to ask you. This is how I'm trying to ask. <laughs> okay. There's just so many cries for help on this show that we just gloss over. Um, okay. Final Destination. This was a, a 2000 horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. By that, done it, after, after that. Too much after that. 
Like some of these scenes couldn't have been done too much after that because 2001. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't wasn't even thinking about that because it was pre 9/11. Like, yeah, if this was a year later, it would we would never have heard of this movie. Really? Well, like, Devin Sow would have been like, there's a bomb on the plane. They would have, like, not, oh, yeah, not you're let right. anyone on that plane. <laughs> Off to Guantanamo for you. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a whole other movie. That's a different type of death following you. Uh, wow. You know, this was a pretty big movie. It spawned a lot of sequels. Yeah, mm-hmm. franchise. Uh, yeah, it was, it's a big franchise. So when did you guys first see the original Final Destination, Rob? I think we rented it one night from the video store. Me and my brother and a friend, and we watched it, and, you know, it was kind of fun. I don't remember thinking that it was good or anything. <laughs> and, I, I, you know, I wasn't, like, a huge fan of, like, the teen horror comedy genre. Right. Like, in, you were in it. You, you were a teen at this time. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't like the movies that were targeted towards me. Right, because you were a teen. Yeah. Like, fuck that. I don't want to watch adult movies. Right. I mean, yeah. also adult movies. Right. But, <laughs> so I didn't, but I saw it. I thought it was fun, kind of. I remember, like, the mechanisms of the, of the deaths being mm. kind of, like, interesting. And I didn't see any of the other ones because, uh, you know, why would I put myself through that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you, Blaine? I'm guessing this was not an in-flight movie. No, no, How did no. you see it? Not for me. I never saw the first one. I, I thought it was it looked stupid, and I never wanted to see it. And there was what? like all these other movies out just the year before, like Fight Club and The Matrix and stuff. And <laughs> I, I'm never going to watch another movie again because <laughs> yeah. cinema's peaks with this Fight Club with Episode One, uh, Star Wars. So no, it just looked stupid, and I, I was kind of in that phase too. Where right. I was like, I don't want to watch like a teen movie. Like I'm too smart for Not that. Not another teen movie. Yeah. Although I loved that movie, so yeah. I don't know because they used reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll buy in. Sure. Yeah, so I never really saw it, but I have I saw like some of the other Final Destination movies like when I was on vacation and stuff like that. Um, Wait, that's what you did on vacation? Yeah, you know, like when you're like walking around a city you're not familiar with and you're just you've walked around it all day and you just go back to your hotel room and you're like put on a stupid movie. I can see the Louvre another time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see what's happening in Final Destination 3. Yeah, they go see France, right? So right, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I'd seen some other one like later way later into the series and they were like deliciously stupid so like, I really was looking forward to watching this one so did you get into it because I feel like you kind of did you like these sorts of movies I I mean I kind of like these sorts of movies now but I, I definitely didn't when I was a teen so. okay yeah yeah what about you Jim? I saw this movie in the theater, <laughs> but I didn't really seek it out. I, maybe we talked about this on our Frequency show, but remember how the movie Frequency was shot in my friend's backyard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we watched a lot of it being filmed, and it was funny because it was his, his backyard or his neighbor's backyard. So we went to go see Frequency as soon as we could, which was a sneak preview. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they even really do this anymore, but they used to have, you know, sneak previews a week or two before the movie would come out. And it would be a double feature. So you'd get a second movie for free. Yeah, they would do that. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. But, God, I feel old. But the second movie... Did they have a newsreel on that, too? (laughs) The war on the front lines. (laughs) Gotta go donate some metal. Uh, No, the second movie was uh, Final Destination. So I was already in the theater. You know, I was riding high off of frequency. <laughs> so me and my friends were like, yeah, why not uh, Why not stick around and watch this? And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it's the kind of movie, and maybe we'll talk about this a bit more when we get into our rewatch of it, but like, it was very good with an audience. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone was kind of like gasping or, you know, making 
noises because mm-hmm. it's toying with you. The yeah, whole time. it plays with your expectations. Were they laughing though? Like, did people in the in the theater think this was a comedy at the time? I don't think so. I mean, there are moments of of humor. I think yeah. when the when the girl gets hit by the bus, which we'll talk about, I think yeah. people laughed. Right. But but mainly like is you know those long drawn out scenes. Basically like the premise of the movie is that it's a group of teens fighting like the ghost of Rube Goldberg or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's all these elaborate setups. Yeah, yeah. That they you know they're just kind of teasing out as long as possible to build up suspense. And I remember everyone getting very squirmy or you know reacting and it was a lot of fun. And I think that's why you know there have been so many movies and they don't even need to have like a continuity mm-hmm, in yeah. between them because it's the visceral thrill of going to see it in the crowd and having everybody kind of react to it. Yeah, because the bad guy is kind of death, right? Like, that's what they keep on saying in this movie. Well, so. there's not even really a bad guy. Yeah. You know, is death a guy? I guess it's the guy circumstances. that built that airplane. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shitty job, engineer. Um, but let's, uh, let's get into the plot of the movie. Rob, do you want to run down the plot of uh, Final Destination? I sure do. I'll see if it all sort of clicks into place like a device. Okay. <laughs> so it sort of starts with, uh, it's about this guy. His name's Alex Browning. He's a high school kid, and him and a bunch of his classmates are about to go on their big senior trip to Paris, mm-hmm. which is uh, the city of lights or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> City of certain death. I've never been. <laughs> Not after I saw this movie. Yeah. I do. I, one of my favorite like subgenres of movies are American movies that are just terrified of Europe. <laughs> like with Taken where they right, fly to yeah, yeah. France and like get off the plane and 30 seconds later are abducted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paris is definitely a dangerous place. Well, if they got there, they probably would have encountered an American werewolf. Or been right. an American yeah. werewolf. Mm. Yeah, if, if you yeah, if you hook up with Julie Delpy on a train in Paris, you, your life will either become magical or <laughs> horrific. <laughs> yeah, we're never doing that movie on the podcast, right? <laughs> no, of course we are. Okay, <laughs> but so they're all excited. It's him, a bunch of his friends. You got Sean William Scott. Yeah. There's this other like sort of shitty kid named Todd. Yeah, Todd speaks like he has like a smoker's cough. Like he speaks like a very old man. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is, I'm Todd. I don't know. I don't know anyone that spoke like that in high school. But Alex is a little bit, like, nervous. Like, he seems to have had, like, he's a little bit shaken as he's, like, boarding the plane. And so they all go on. And they, at one point, like, these girls want to change seats with him. Yeah, because his mom, like, his mom and dad survived a plane crash at some point. Right. Uh, Or, like, um, we're almost in a plane accident. They don't really explain that part of it. But he's like, this is the lucky tag. This is, like, your luggage that survived that flight. Oh, right. So you got to leave that on. His mom was like, nope, die, kid. <laughs> like, he just, like, rips it off. That's, that seems kind of mean. That's our lucky tag. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they're not in the rest of the movie. They're, this is, uh, they're there for the setup. They're in a couple of scenes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But so they got on the plane, and he's a bit scared, and it takes off, and mm. immediately something seems to be wrong. There's, like, some turbulence, and it initially seems like maybe everything will be okay. Yeah. But then, you know, shit starts to get real, real, and, like, <laughs> luggage falls out of the overhead compartment. It's dangerous. Yeah. And then the, like, the masks fall down, and eventually, like, w- there's, like, sparks, and a piece of the plane blows out. I feel and- really bad, because I've been on flights and listened to podcasts to relax. I really hope no one <laughs> they're like, sucked out of the plane I, like, I'm just, just going to click scream all the way to the yeah, ground 30,000 feet of terror oh god yeah. no well it's not takeoff so it's not that high but okay 
I would just feel so bad if someone was like, I'm going to soothe my nerves with the latest rewatchability. <laughs> Not going to look at the what I'm clicking on. Just going <laughs> to going to assume it's going to yeah. calm my jangled nerves. Well, you know, I mean, if they're listening to this on a plane, they probably already had a lot of bad coincidental, like, ill omens already, like, in this movie. Because even before they got on the plane, like, he's in the bathroom taking a shit and they hear oh, that John Denver song come on. That's the weirdest. That, that's so weird because it's, it's, it's very like when Harry, or not when Harry met Sally. Uh, yeah, the scene where they shit. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> or maybe not. That sounds awful. And then I still. No, no, there's something about Mary when he's like, you know, you gotta jerk it before you go on a date. And this guy's like, you gotta poop before you go on the plane or else you might never date this girl again. It's a weird, it's it's a very weird way to get a guy uh, in the It's still sound advice, though. <laughs> Like, if we take one thing from this film, we should take that. And also, you like, usually in a movie, if someone's like, I gotta go poop, it'll just, you know, they'll cut away and you won't see it. This, like, it cuts to an overhead shot of them both pooping. Yeah. Like, you see more guys pooping. There's another scene where someone poops. It's yeah. like John Waters movie. Yeah, it's like everybody poops the movie. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah well, there it's I mean it, it could be just another like frat boy comedy until like the mousetrap of death closes in on them. Right. Um but anyway, so the plane explodes and we see Alex, you know, get burnt up by the flame, but then he wakes up. Yeah, it like stays on him for a long while while flames like the flesh <laughs> melts from melts rends face. from his skull. Yeah, I loved that. I thought that it's was like pretty the, funny. It's like in Terminator Two when Sarah Connor's at oh, the playground. Yeah. yeah, and she's like on the fence and like ah! yeah. Or like when Bible ghosts melt all those Nazis <laughs> yeah. at the end of uh, Raiders. That's good too. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay, let's all just take a moment and rank our face melting scenes. <laughs> Rob uh, <laughs> But so uh, he wakes up and the girls are standing uh, in front of him to ask if they'll like if he'll switch seats with them. And then he like checks the tray at the seat w- that he was supposed to change to and it's broken. So he like freaks out yeah, and starts just like, like making in his dream. Yeah, 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 just like in his dream and starts to make a commotion. And so he runs off the plane and a whole bunch of people, the students and some teachers like follow him and then the pilots like you can't come back on. None of you are getting back on the plane except for one of the teachers. They convince him to let one of the teachers on the plane so the the guy who speaks French mm-hmm. gets sent yeah to his death. Yeah. <laughs> but so all these kids are like they're also they're pretty harsh about Alex's freak out too cuz even if he wasn't having a psychic vision, you know, you would think he's having a panic attack yeah. or some kind of episode the teachers are just like what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> are you having a panic attack or a psychic vision? <laughs> just tell us. Yeah, the the the, the female teacher is really mean to these students. Yeah. yeah. Throughout yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, she swears at them. She's kind of harsh. She she's, like She's like a big sister. Rails out that hair Krishna guy too. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. She deserves to die. <laughs> no. But so, yeah, they're like all fighting and, uh, you know, because they're like pissed off that this guy has made them like, you know, delayed their trip and all that. And in the background, the plane explodes. Yeah. And it's so far in the background, but the windows still blow out. It's, uh, it's well, pretty dramatic. Happen, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I, I like know. the way that played out. I yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Because the guys were fighting. They stopped fighting because he's, you know, he's just playing. Yeah. Sean William Scott's the only one who sort of like sees it. Yeah, yeah. Sean William Scott is like the, the the personable one in this movie, which is really weird. Yeah, it's like coming off of like American, American Pie, Pie, which we yeah. watched a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're connecting all the dots, <laughs> just like Devin Sawa. Uh, yeah, but also this girl that like kinda is pining for Devin Sawa gets off the plane as well. Yeah, her name's Clear. 
Her name is Clear? Yeah. I thought it wasn't Claire? No, it just sounds similar to Claire, but they called her, her name's like Clear River. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Yeah, that, I saw it in the Wikipedia, that's for sure. Clear River? Yeah. Weird. It's a hippie name. Yeah. yeah. But also, she's another, <laughs> you know, outcast because she likes books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird. And you can tell she's smart because in like the 40 minutes she gets between off that plane yeah well that but in the 40 minutes between when like they're boarding the plane and when they're on the plane she's reading two different books right <laughs> yeah that's wow. just how smart she is yes yeah, she's a genius that's just impressive. flipping through the pages yeah, yeah so uh, so all of their friends are dead all, all their friends are dead and then the FBI comes in oh to, like, yeah that's right well yeah of course they like this kid is saying like oh this plane's gonna explode and then it does so they question yeah. him and all the other people and they're a little bit suspicious that maybe he had something to do with it though yeah Devin Sawa seems like a pretty incompetent person. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like the pilot wasn't suspicious. The like Stuart, like the people on the plane weren't suspicious that this kid was saying it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Yeah. That he might have done it. Him, like, I don't know. It, yeah. it was really, they were like, ah, we just want to go to France. Get this kid <laughs> off here. But at least the FBI are, are, are coming in to investigate yeah. it. Yeah. It's one of those mad bombers that changes their minds like 30 seconds before their plans <laughs> right. about to take yeah. effect. Yeah, my bad, guys. I'm just going to step <laughs> off. Uh, but I'm going to yeah. let everyone know. that. Uh... So, like, the community is, like, in mourning. Obviously, they have to have, like, a big memorial service for all these kids that died. And then the ones who survive, they're sort of, like, they've got all this, like, guilt. I guess it's called survivor's guild. Yeah, well, the FBI guy also asked them if they need spiritual counseling, which, I don't know, it just seemed like a little dig at them. It was like, these kids just lost all their friends. Oh, you think he said it as, like, well, a joke? Yeah, maybe, like, that's earnest. Maybe, like... Maybe. You know. But then they don't get it, because they go to this <laughs> they go to this funeral, and the teacher's like, don't speak to me. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. And I was like, this kid, just all his friends died. Like, be a teacher. And he saved your life. <laughs> and he saved your life. Yeah. Yeah, and there's this kind of bully guy who's, who's dating this girl, and he is so wanting to believe that he controls his own life. He's yeah. like, you didn't save I'll me. I'll never die. I'm never going to yeah. die. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Which seems erroneous. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got to, like, have, like, some sort of point of conflict between these sort of characters. Because there's a lot of, like, bickering about somebody, about not dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. I feel like there's there's more contention built into the actual premise than just, like, oh, you, like, didn't let me die. Like, I don't know. It was very the, – the contention that they had was very uh, – seemed manufactured. Yeah, yeah. But so – what happens next is that the shitty kid, Todd, he's With a in, name like Todd, you know, he's in the bathroom, I don't know, shaving or something. And he like there, we sense that like something's coming for him. And we, I, we even see like, I think, a figure in like the fixtures. Right. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like a shape. Presumably Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> From Hollow Man. Yeah. No, just Kevin Bacon. Oh, just yeah, Kevin no, Bacon. Just, just actor being Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to see what's happening on set. Uh, I'm an actor, so... I just want to make sure everyone's within six degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone touch me. I've made that my mission in life. <laughs> it goes from set to set. <laughs> <laughs> you met me yet? Have you met somebody who's met, who's met somebody who's met me? <laughs> yeah, well, so he, like... This is, like, the first, like sort of Rube Goldbergy sort of or almost Rube Goldbergy sort of death because there's like we see the figure and then there's like this 
sort of like liquid that is like flowing on the floor and sort of a bluish color like the stuff that they use in tampon commercials. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this floor is not absorbing anything. Yeah, Yeah, no. Linoleum. But then they, uh, then he's like, he cuts himself shaving and, you know, of course he's like holding like the the razor blade very ominously. We don't know, maybe he's going to kill himself or something. But I think he finally gets like startled by like the figure and then he like slips and he... He, like, somehow pulls out this, like, clothesline thing. Yeah, because he's drying clothes in the shower on a, yeah. on a clothesline. And, yeah. he, and it wraps around his neck, and he, like, hangs himself. Yeah, he slips yeah. on the blue tampon commercial water. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. like, all the soap in the bathtub and stuff. And it's a pretty prolonged death. It's horrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, like, reaching for the scissors, trying to, like, get to, like, Yeah, and he's, like, trying to, like, free. pull it out, and, like, his eye, the blood vessels are bursting in his eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a nice little detail. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, yeah, but, the, like, that's the other thing. Like, they keep teasing, like, they keep showing you different ways he could die, and it's yeah. not that, like, when you see the water or the blue stuff, you think he's going to slip, and then he pulls out the little, like, nose clippers, and you're like, oh, it's oh. going to slip, and it's going to yeah, jam right the nose clippers. Yeah, and, of yeah, course, that doesn't happen. But then the plugs in the, like, the radio yeah like, yeah oh, he's gonna electrocute <laughs> himself yeah like that's the that's the fun like being in an audience and everyone's going oh yeah. shit this gonna be yeah. the, and, the- <laughs> and, that, and that happens so much more in the later in the later movies they kind of perfect it yeah they yeah, make yeah. it into an art degree. yeah they do because it, it's so fun to watch in the later movies like yeah. here they're still trying to kind of figure out that like oh we can misguide people and there's like it's all about the red herrings but yeah, yeah it's, fun. it's fun well i mean the death becomes sort of bigger than the plot, I think, of the later ones. Yeah, especially you know. halfway through this movie, too, with the teacher. Oh, yeah. Who's the next to go? Well, oh, yeah. yeah. We'll get to her. Yeah, so they go to Todd's funeral. Oh, but so he has like a premonition. Alex has a premonition that something's going to happen. Like at one point, the fan, <laughs> which we see at the beginning of the opening credits of the movie, just so you know it's important, it like blows some like. No, no, no. Oh, Wait, we got yeah, back up uh, a little bit because he's. There's a weird, like, train of events here. So he's, like, looking at the newspaper, right. uh, which is an article about his dead classmates. Right. And there's a picture of Ali Larder, and he's kind of, like, into her. Uh-huh. So he puts the paper away and pulls out a penthouse, yes. yeah, presumably right. to pleasure himself because he's in the mood now. Yeah. He decides not to, I guess because he's, again, reminded of his dead classmates. Yeah. And then an owl... <laughs> Oh, right. lands oh, on the window. See, I read that differently. I, okay. I, I read like he was like, he kind of got a little randy looking at his dead classmates and then went to no, the No, not magazine. looking at his dead classmates. And then, and then went to the magazine was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't what I need and went back to the paper. Right, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I think like his, like Ali Larder's character was on the screen. There was a picture of her on the screen, wasn't it? You know, on the newspaper. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he was no, going to do saying- something to that? I maybe, yeah, I but I'm so. not saying that it was a picture of his dead classmates. I'm no, saying he wasn't that it was getting an off on their deaths. I, it's just on, on it's a such surviving close proximity in, to like. <laughs> in any case, I'm not done going through the sequence of events. He's startled by an owl perched outside of his window. It's like a labyrinth owl. Who like, don't masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> the, the masturbation owl. Yeah, your grandparents didn't tell you about the masturbation yeah. owl. Did you yeah, not hear palms? Watch out! Did you not watch Twin Peaks? Because a big part of it. No, the owl lands outside his window. He throws his porno mag at the owl, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it hits the fan and shreds into a billion pieces. Right. And then one of them uh, floats down and says, "Todd." Yeah. Uh, I wonder what sexy word that was originally. <laughs> like, was that part of somebody's penthouse letter? <laughs> Dear penthouse, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. <laughs> Todd. 
<laughs> Todd Abbott. Todd. <laughs> There's a guy named Todd. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I also love later when Devin Saw was describing to Allie Larder what happened. He shows her that magazine clipping, and I just wish she'd been like, what's this from? Like a National Geographic? Uh, and he was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Only uh, on the other side of the nipple. Around, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the other side. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he runs over to Todd's house to, you know, save him. Of course, it's too late. And he also sees Clear there. And she's like, you know, get out of here because... Through the whole movie, I didn't get that her name was Clear. <laughs> it's all, it the was whole thing's a Scientology allegory. <laughs> He's just trying to get Going clear. clear. Yeah. yeah, get those thetans out of him. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> she thetans are his classmates. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. If we just crack this thing wide open, it's yeah. like Mother. It's just <laughs> now we understand this movie. allegory. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so, but the FBI is onto him again because she she kind of shows up at the at Todd's house as well, and it's like get out of here. Yeah, she like, like how did she know Todd was gonna die? Also, he starts yelling at Todd's dad. Well, Todd's, <laughs> well, Todd's dad blames the... him. He's yeah. like, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. He's like, you made my son feel guilty, and that's why he killed himself. I guess so. But then, like, yeah, like who says that to a kid? But like, well, he just lost his son. Uh, like, well, his son's been dead for like minutes. <laughs> and then, what's his name? Alex mm-hmm. yeah. starts going like, he wouldn't kill himself. Like, you idiot. He's not, he didn't kill himself. Like, he just starts yelling at the dad. <laughs> yeah, Who, who's trying to like console you his? Know what? Maybe they're both hurting, you know? Maybe they both need a healing. Yeah, he's lost his best shitty friend. <laughs> he he lost friend. that guy that was insufferable. Yeah, he doesn't know when to poop now. He's just... <laughs> it's going to be yeah. bad for him. So backed up, and I don't have anyone to guide But me. you know what? He'll remember that every time he gets on an airplane. <laughs> Always shit before you get on the plane. He'll hear a voice. Thanks, Todd. Thanks. Yeah, and then he starts to, like... They start to figure out that, like... It happened for a reason, or like... It was a plan, it was a design. Yeah, yeah. And if he could only go back and see Todd, then he could figure it out. Yeah, and then like, so the next one to die... Oh, but before that, we do have to mention that they go, they break into the funeral home. Exactly. Oh, yeah. right, that's right. And To meet, see Todd, because that's how he figures it out. And they, so weird. that's where they meet Tony Todd. <laughs> <laughs> There's some meta levels to this. Yeah. But yeah, like Tony like Todd shows up in one scene as the world's creepiest mortician. Yeah, the candy Who, man. Yeah. But he, they also kind of imply that he is, like, death personified. Yeah. yeah. Like, he knows everything that's happening. Well, he, he knows all like, their names. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He knows You're the Devin entire Sala. events. Yeah. No, yeah, he calls him Alex. And then he, yeah. he knows everything that's happened. And he says, like, I'll be seeing you real soon. Yeah. Like, it's so blatant. Like, I wish there was a scene afterwards where, like, that guy was death, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't even hide it. Let's not go back to that funeral home. <laughs> yeah. That part was kind of amazing, but also, like... I mean, yeah. it was really melodramatic. Like, you could tell that Tony Todd wanted to get back to the Shakespeare circuit or something. <laughs> but you think there would be, like, a callback to that? Like, they'd see him somewhere or something that would kind of confirm that he was dead. Yeah, deaf, like but... in France or something. Yeah. yeah, he'd be on that bus uh, oh, that yeah, hits that, that girl. Good. Yeah. Or the opposite. Just driving the bus like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this mortician thing doesn't pay all the bills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I thought he was fun. He's yeah, kind of he was fun, and he kind of he set out the whole premise of the movie so that all the teens and us could understand it. Well, He's like, death has a design, yeah. and if it doesn't get you the first time, it'll get you again. We need an adult to 
tell us this because we're not going to just believe Devin Sawa. Well, and Devin Sawa keeps on trying to figure it out after that. But it's like, well, no, you, he told you everything. Like, I, I felt like. But are we supposed to believe that, that this mortician has some sort of inside knowledge of like the way that death works if he's not in fact death? Or is he just like a creepy mortician who says this to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he thinks helps people. Well, why is like he part of the process, business? guys? Don't worry, you'll be dead soon enough with your, your dead relatives. Don't friends. worry, I know you're sad now, but you know if he if he cheated death somehow, it you know would have just been like a telephone pole could have fallen on him, or like some crazy electrical wires would have wound up in his bathtub. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I also like, I love his dialogue in this because he's not only like, you know, I'll see you soon. He's also like, you don't want to fuck with that Mac Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Mac Daddy. Yeah, that Speaking was Speaking about death. <laughs> yeah. The Mac Daddy of mortality. Mac the Knife, yeah. Oh. Mm. No, that's probably not a reference no, to that. No. It'd be funny if he kept slipping up too. Like, you don't want to fuck with me. I mean, that Mac Daddy, Death. I don't know him. It's not me. <laughs> Someone else. Yeah, a guy named Tony. Not I'd, me, though. I wondered if I'd watch some sort of like censored version because that seemed like it could have clearly been a motherfucker. I yeah. There yeah. was another point where it felt like they took out a fuck, and it was rated yeah, it R. Was, it was with the teacher. They they censored her at one point. Oh really? Uh, yeah, in the airport. Yeah, yeah. In the in the version that I saw. Oh, really? So I think it, we might have all watched like the the, the censored version. version. Yeah, yeah. No, because they say fuck at other times. Really? I think it was like I don't know. All right. Maybe they only get like four fucks. <laughs> they can only give and then they four have to fucks. Go to Mac and then, yeah. Well, that's kind of true. When I was writing on something, the the network was like, "Oh, you can only use shit twice in the whole." in the whole episode and we're like oh that's that's great and so we used it on the same page and they're like not on the same page though that's too that's too many shits we named a character shit shit burger <laughs> blaine you're fired from Mad Men. i'm sorry can't well, can't write the show anymore yeah well don draper i was trying to use the alliteration guys come on all right i guess we'll call her peggy <laughs> all right we're gonna be back with more insight on final destination after this quick break planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back. We're talking about Final Destination. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel kind of bad for morticians because they've got like oh, yeah. six feet under and then everything else. They're just creepy weirdos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That Molly Parker movie. Yeah. They must cling to six feet under. Like, oh, but have you seen six feet under? And someone's like, no. They're like, well, I guess this date is over then. Ah. <laughs> Are you deaf? <laughs> I told you, Bob. I don't want to watch it. Uh, all right. So then what happens? Well, so then they, they're trying to figure out, like, who's the next to bite it. Yeah. And, and, and we think it's going to be Stifler for a second. Yeah. Well, so because it, that 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 mean guy is driving with his girlfriend around. Yeah, that's right. At one point, he like sees them and like tries to run them down. Yeah, uh, and then like the girlfriend is finally like you know they're fighting and. Well, and the teachers there, they all meet up in this one little spot. Yeah, converge. Yeah, 
And then she's like, you can live your life this way, but da-da-da. Anytime somebody says life in this movie, you know that they're going to die within yeah, the next scene. For sure. Because she like just walks out without looking into the road and gets hit by a bus. It's so crazy how fast that bus is going, though. Like <laughs> That happens so much. In movies and TV shows, I know, yeah. yeah. Like Meet Joe Black. Like, there's so many. There's so many. Oh, does it? Yeah, no, right but at the beginning. You, oh, really? Okay, yeah. I've never seen that. But like that, like bus thing where the bus is going crazy fast and comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like, Mean Girls, Lost. It happens. Brooklyn Nine Nine recently did a thing like that. Like, it's just. Be, I can't. We remember. gotta ban buses. <laughs> I can't remember seeing it before this, but it's always like, yeah, like no city bus is like. <laughs> Going that, like that fast. No. No. Did you see that Kenneth Lonergan movie where um, CJ from the West Wing got hit by a bus and then she like died for three minutes? It's awful. Oh, I mean, no. it's amazing. <laughs> Margaret? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. God. We don't get that scene in this. She just gets hit and everyone goes, ah, she's dead. Well, presumably she was supposed to die in like a nicer way before. <laughs> it's like the, it was like the writers were like, we don't like this character enough to like <laughs> set up our crazy. Well, she's, sort, crazy of like, so thing. she's yeah. sort of like a non-character. She's just like the mean dick's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. another thing about the the, the sort of <laughs> the way death operates in this movie that's kind of weird is like in the first death with Todd, after the water makes him slip – it like retracts, yeah. yeah. Like as if death's like, I don't want anyone to see me. <laughs> I, got, I gotta clean up my tracks here. Yeah, why not just leave that there? You might get a bonus. <laughs> like, who can, like, it's not like they can arrest death. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What is that? What's the purpose of that? Oh I mean, shit! What they could? They're gonna like. They're gonna like drag that blue liquid in front of a lineup. What, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> They can probably trace it back to Candyman. It's probably some sort of mortician's like bombing yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's my theory. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. she dies, but it's it's weird because death has everyone on that little street corner and could just wipe them all out again. But it just it just picks her off. It's like oh, I'm going to take my time. It's not very efficient. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Well, they could I do mean, all of this in one night. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> does death get tired? Is death like one thing? Like, is it omnipresent? Can it go after all of them at the same well, time? He probably spent so much energy, he or she, probably spent so much energy on that <laughs> plane explosion. <laughs> and then, like, you know, they're like, oh, man, now i got to kill these, like, five fucking kids and that teacher. Well, right. I, I don't think we should get too hung up on, like, the gender pronouns because uh, I don't know if you've been reading the of, news of lately, death? but if it's, like, a crazy, destructive, horrifying force in the universe, let's just say it's a, it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just a guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who and and he's kind of lazy, you know, because he's just like, oh, I'll get to this guy, I'll get to that kid. Presumably, later. he's voiced by Norm Macdonald. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Uh, oh, why don't you step in front of that bus there? Yeah, you hear tell of death. Uh, all right, that's me. Yeah, I'm death. He's also the colonel. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have some chicken. It'll yeah. kill you. You know, heart disease. <laughs> Didn't they fire him and replace him with Pete Campbell? Yeah, they replaced him Did with they? a bu- They, like, replaced Maybe the... Maybe didn't fire him, but... They've, like, been, like, swapping it out. So, like, everybody's done it. Like, Daryl Hammond and Ray Liotta was also... Oh, man. I think he's been both the colonel and death as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so then what happens? Well, somebody else dies. Well, it's the teacher. Oh, and yeah. the teacher is my favorite one because right. it's so over the top that I was like I, – I laughed. I laughed a lot. Yeah. I mean she's like getting ready to jump town because she, – she's Her nerves are fried. Like she's PTSD'd. And <laughs> well, she, she sent she, her other friend to die. Yeah, and she can't even see a, a, a coffee mug with her school's logo on it without throwing the water out of it. But yeah. not the mug. <laughs> she keeps on. No, the- she's freaked out by water because that's how death yeah. <laughs> right, operates. Yeah. It's like this water's unnaturally blue. Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really weird. But then it, it causes a crack in the mug, and there's like a fire could start. Yeah, she like gets water in like the computer monitor. And oh, it like, explodes, and like a shard of glass goes into her neck. Right, I do her throat. <laughs> I kind of love that. Part. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, like what? Who designs a computer like that? <laughs> but then, like, like, what happens if this computer experiences <laughs> catastrophic failure? <laughs> Moisture. Well, <laughs> what if it gets mo- a little wet? Well, that's not. Oh, the- it's the Gremlin Protocol. It just turns into a killing monster. <laughs> the worst thing is it's not a killing monster. Like they should make sure that it finishes the job because she like stumbles back. Uh, right. There's another like explosion she, that she removes, knocks her down. She, yeah. uh, as a teacher, don't you have to have first aid? She removes the thing that's yeah. like stopping the blood from spurting from her neck. Yeah. Yeah. Like and Apple rem- computers, like they figured out if the computer gets wet, that it'll explode and slit your throat and kill you. And they worked for like two years and like, well, we've got it down so it'll slit your throat, but you might live. <laughs> right, right. Like, all right, we'll all right. Put it on the market. If you put it in different colors. I'm sure it'll sell. That's great. Yeah, so she she stumbles back. Yeah, and she's like on the ground and she like is like grabbing this like tea towel, presumably to make a tourniquet, but she like pulls the knife block down. There's and also a fire at this point. There's a fire. There's yeah. always a fire with this. There's always going to be like a fire, fire and, and electricity yeah. happening. Fire, water, and electricity. Those are elemental. <laughs> right. And the, she like pulls the knife block down and it's the... Butcher's oh, knife stabs that's, her. That's so hilarious. She still ain't done. All the knives fall on her, and one just gets her in the chest, and she's like, oh. Like, oh, <laughs> like I didn't see that coming. Of that scene in The Naked Gun with O.J. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> like, right at the beginning. Yeah. Like, the it's one kinda, where the glove doesn't fit? Oh. <laughs> no, but it's kind of like Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Like, it's just like he steps on a skate, rolls down a yeah. hallway. Do you think now that O.J.'s out of jail, he'll get back into acting? <laughs> There were a lot of unanswered questions at the end of Capricorn 1. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the part that we didn't mention is that Devin Sawa has, like, come to save her, and she, like, freaks out and calls the cops and, like, yeah. doesn't let him in. Well, and, because she thinks he's, like, a killer. Yeah. And, and he's hiding in bushes. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At this point. And he had that hand thing a while ago. Oh, yeah, but he cut off his hand and tried but, to kill everyone. Yeah. And, but We've she, done a lot of Devin Sawa <laughs> movies on this show. We haven't and, done Wild at Heart yet. And I didn't... Wild that's America. not what it's called. <laughs> Damn it. Wild I, America. I also didn't even know who he was on the last show. <laughs> I couldn't remember what movies he'd been in. Yeah. I couldn't remember... Either I am kind of like baffled that like girls seem to find him attractive. What? Or, no, he has a whole like ski jump haircut. What? He's yeah. I, I don't know. He just looks like a a doughy faced Canadian kid, <laughs> like <laughs> like any of us. <laughs> like any of us. Is he any better? Not like any of us. The well, other, the other thing we haven't <laughs> mentioned is. Uh, the fact that John Denver songs keep playing. Yeah. So there's a John Denver song playing through this whole thing. As if like Rube Goldberg and John Denver are like tag teaming to murder these people. <laughs> tag yeah. teaming in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but they also, obviously the, the point of that is because John Denver died in a plane crash. Yeah, right. But Throw in a Leonard Skinner tune. Oh, I guess Con Air did that. <laughs> I wondered if, because I read something or I heard something about there have been a lot of John Denver songs 
factoring prominently into movies this year specifically. Oh, weird. Like Alien Covenant, the sort of inciting incident was a John Denver song. Weird. I haven't seen it, but the Kingsman movie has a John Denver song that plays a central role, apparently. Wow. And I'd heard it had something to do with like the estate granting people rights for the first time in a long time. And I don't know this, but if I were to hazard a guess, I wonder if it was because of this movie. Because, <laughs> I mean, like if I... <laughs> If I were his family, I wouldn't want his music used as just like a creepy specter of plane crashes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's his only living legacy. Yeah. He died in a plane crash. It's like he had a whole life before that. That's not what the song is about. Yeah. There was also a cover of Leaving on a Jet Plane in Armageddon. Yeah. That was a shitty movie. (laughs) (laughs) Connecting the dots. Yeah. It's all there. It makes sense. It's a Rube Goldberg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then what I love is when Devin Sawa goes into her house. He, yeah. You know, he grabs the butcher knife and gets blood all over him. Yeah. He, well, too, removes the object that is stopping her from spurting blood. Well, well she's like, not... A, what happens is, like, the oh, knife's yeah. in her, and, like, there's, like, <laughs> an explosion which, like, knocks down a chair, which, like, drives it through her, finally ending her poor <laughs> existence mercifully. It's so great that they needed an explosion to tip over a chair like it's i know just, everything is so overkill in this, this is, movie but these are barely rube goldberg devices it's like death fucks up and just has to persist over and over again until he gets it right right how about, how about a chair now there's huh? no chain reaction he has to like actively do things each time ah another explosion yeah you like electricity i'll give you electricity there you go yeah. Sorry, I'm still being Norm Macdonald for some reason. Uh, death. Uh, uh, <laughs> death uh, oh, I'm big and scary. Uh, 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 got any gum? <laughs> Frank Stallone. Uh, um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, and the other thing we didn't talk about was the fact that Devin Sawa figures out that they're being killed in the order they were sitting on the plane. Oh, yeah. Because the news goes through the order that the explosion <laughs> happened on the plane? First, the explosion killed all of these kids. <laughs> Like, it's so weird. I Like, I don't know how that happened and how they were able to recreate, like, the electrical failure from an exploded plane. Like, it just made no sense, but was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then he uses that to sort of chart out who will sort of die next. Yeah. And it's going to be... <laughs> Wait, why'd you point at me? Well, it's, at first Jesus. it's going to be, like, the shitty asshole kid. Yeah. yeah. But... When they're they're all in a car together, and he almost kills all of them, but then Devin Sawa saves him. Yeah, and right. A, a train comes and hits a <laughs> some just some metal, like a yeah, metal it, bit it, on yeah, the train tracks. Yeah, looks like a and license it, plate or well, something. Well, it's because yeah, the car's on the tracks, and he pulls him out of the car right, before the yeah. train hits him. And mm-hmm. then, like, I guess when the tr- when it plows through the car, like this like little metal piece blows through, and it d- decapitates Sean William Scott. Yeah. yeah, like from the bottom part of the mouth up. Right. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's, 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 <laughs> it's pretty beautiful. gory. Yeah. Yeah, which is too bad because I, I I was kind of liking Sean William Scott in this movie too. He's yeah, he's very he was getting this because yeah. he wasn't even playing like a stifler kind of guy. He no, he's kind of the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that. He was like a yeah, he was a sweet sweetheart. Yeah, but he was also the one that was the audience a lot. He was like, "Why are we riding this car? This guy could be a kid." Like he's been at every yeah, crime scene. Right. Like, <laughs> I saw him come out of her house, and then their house exploded. Like yeah, he's like. Uh, drive slow and don't make any right turns. <laughs> <laughs> he dies, 
Uh, and then it's just uh, him, the girl, and the shitty guy. She left. has a name. It's a clear. stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Claire. And, and before this, because the FBI kind of takes John, uh, not John, uh, Devin Sawa from, from the teacher's house, and they kind of interrogate him. And they're like, can you promise us there's not going to be any more, any more killings? He's like, no. No, that's before. That's before. That's, yeah, that's before even she before gets the killed. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he's like, I can't promise you and there's not going to be any more killings. But if you don't let me go, there will be. And so it's like this threat. And they're like, all right, we should let him go. Like, these are the worst yeah. FBI <laughs> agents ever. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some comedy between them, too. It's I, it's a way funnier movie than I thought it would be. Like, it doesn't take itself seriously at well, all. Well, no, it doesn't at all. I mean, there are a lot of, like... It's 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 there's a lot of it's kind of weird to watch the movie because there's like a whole bunch of like references like everything's a reference like Sean William Scott's character's name is Hitchcock yeah and it yeah, like says Hitchcock on the back of his thing they're all named after like horror directors or yeah. producers or Todd is actors. Todd Browning uh, one guy's name is Murnau or whatever yeah the teacher's name is Val Luton yeah um, I can't remember what the other there's one was a carpenter were. in the background of one shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just really hitting those. Uh, so a couple of those shady characters looked quite craven. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he kind of figures out, like, if we if, if I can save one of you, then we can skip death. And right. so the next person is going to be, he thinks it's him. And he goes to this crazy cabin in the woods yeah. that's surrounded just by, like, weapons and, like, <laughs> yeah, rakes he, like, and shovels. himself. Yeah. He's, like, eating, like, canned meat while, right. you know... It's like, oh, there's mercury in this. No. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, I don't know. It kind of seemed impossible. Also because, like, a uh, fishing rod falls and opens a door. And then, like, a knife comes yeah, was through the surreal. door. I was like, what? Where was the knife outside? I don't understand why death can't kill two people at once in different places. Yeah. Doesn't that happen? Like, does Santa Claus have more power than death? Like, Santa Claus is... Uh, anyway. death, death is literally using a seating chart in this movie <laughs> <laughs> over the course of, like, months. Yeah. This movie sets up all these rules for death. I mean, isn't death all powerful? Why does he have to follow this, like... I feel like death is OCD. Like, it's like, no, it has to happen one way, okay? It's going to be my way. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> and but, yeah, but the decision Devin Sawa makes, where he's like, "I'm next to die, therefore I should go to the scariest location I can imagine, <laughs> full of the most sharp objects." Yeah, where there's no hospitals around for miles, <laughs> and no one that could help me. But does he do it to save his friends? He does it to save his friends because he, you know, if he can skip him, if he yeah. can save himself, then he can save them. He also duct tapes up things against the wall like they like the duct tape won't come in it's just it's so it's so short-sighted everything and, and uh, his parents are just like yeah all right let it and then guess we'll see when you get whatever back you from, need honey and then he the looks cabin. at the, the seating chart again and he realizes that he switched seats so he was supposed to be last which puts clear claire next okay so wait i was confused about this yeah does it mean that he was supposed to be last based on his ticket Based or, on his his seating, yeah, like where he was going sitting. off based, of here. based on like if he did switch seats, he did switch seats. Yeah, so yeah. based on that, he would have been last because he was like in the very back. He was in the very back, so he would have been last sitting in that seat. But then he switched seats, uh, so he already messed up Death's plan. I'm so confused. Death still wants to get him last. 
Then why don't you try to get him at the cabin? But or is that just shitty things happening? I to think him? I think it was just shitty things happening. That's the thing. Like Death wasn't trying to get him. There was just a knife that came through the door for no reason. But also <laughs> again, so weird. That means that Death is just going by the seating chart. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not going by. That's not going by what would happen. And that, that's going by like no. how his ticket was booked. Maybe he saw the same news report. <laughs> death. Death is like the guy that plays board games with you and is like point of order. Like we need to do this right. Like oh, right. Death is, is very like, OCD. Th- this is like he's playing like a chess game with death, but in a shittier movie. <laughs> 3D chess all the way. Yeah. Yeah. And he does all the things that try to kill him isn't death. It's just now shitty things that are happening at a cabin. So he's like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> oh, that's a That's a separate ghost that haunts that cabin. Like, <laughs> no. we didn't, we're not even going to get into that. No, that's another movie. That's a prequel. <laughs> uh, and so he goes, he canoes to save. The, oh, yeah. Which, that was weird. <laughs> which is so weird. They're like, he's Canadian, right? He can canoe. All right. Put him in the canoe. And then he goes. Also, again, like I might die at any moment. I'll just paddle alone across this body of with, water. Is he wearing a, a life vest? jacket? No. <laughs> no. Oh no! I left the bailer on the shore. Damn it! <laughs> but yeah, so he he. <laughs> yeah, he, you've been there. But yeah, I have. I have. <laughs> but he gets to the girl before the cops. And she has a name, do. guys. Jesus, clear. It's it's a dumb name, but she has it. I don't want clear to use river. it. Oh, that's why he canoes to her. She's a clear river. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, what's this? Oh, I should go to her. So he he gets to her, but she's already being attacked by death on multiple fronts. The yeah. the kiddie pool in the back is like soaked the water. There's a there's a line of a power line that almost kills the oh, dog. Yeah. She crawls out her window. It's she's taking her life into her own hands at some point. <laughs> yeah, and there's one point where like Alex Devon Sawa is like some tree branch like falls on him and he's like drowning in like a puddle. <laughs> yeah, he's drowning in like an inch of water. No, I found that terrifying. Yeah, it is yeah, terrifying. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 I don't think I can go out in the rain again. <laughs> I think it might well, be raining. Yeah, today, it might yeah. be raining when we leave the studio. I'm not leaving. <laughs> but yeah, Just stay here in this computer and keep it perfectly dry. <laughs> um, yeah, but she is in the car. She goes to the car to like keep safe yeah. or whatever. And there's like this power line sort of fritzing around her. And Devin Sawa, he has to like he tells her that he's gonna like grab the power lines and that she then she's gonna like run out of the car and then he'll like sacrifice himself to right. to save her. Yeah, and that'll yeah. make it all okay. I yeah. guess. Yeah, because the power lines like make the engine erupt into it's crazy what a little electricity will do in this movie. And so he grabs it and he's thrown back into the uh into the shed. Yeah. And he dies. And he dies. No, no, he doesn't. No, but we don't know that. Oh, it goes to black. Yeah, and then like we see like there's almost like a tunnel, and it's like a fuzzy tunnel. And <laughs> what are you describing, Rob? <laughs> no, it's the um, it's like the uh, boarding platform for the plane because yeah. we find out that he didn't die, and like they're all going to Paris again. Yeah, and, that's literally the next scene. And Claire actually clarified her hair <laughs> she went blonder it's weird it's weird that I, they I would... hate movies when like <laughs> when you equate the hair with like happiness yeah 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 it's like oh she was such a weird loader before with her brown hair <laughs> and her books now yeah. she's okay yeah and her paint covered overalls <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah now she's better they uh what's that movie the the save the last kiss or whatever 
<laughs> what? Save the Last Dance? No, it's not the movie. Uh, it's the one where uh, she's all that. She's all that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what the parody of not another. Yeah, exactly. Movie is but like. they kind of she's all that. Her and this. She's like, oh, I'm better now. I don't need to like be so dark because I survived death. Well, because yeah. she her parents died, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. She like there's like one scene where she talks about her dad's brains being blown out. But also, yeah. who who like does she have a guardian? She just kind of like lives in the woods, no. and we never see. Anyone. Well, because her parents don't come pick her up, like at the at the beginning. Yeah, and then so I she guess, has no parents. But like, she's a minor, right? Yeah. Like, why is no one? I don't know. CAS would step <laughs> in there. Yeah, <laughs> she's just not telling anyone that her parents died. But like, yeah. wouldn't they know that her parents died? They're like, oh, do you have any other parents? Like, oh no, both of them are there. They're both there. We kind of didn't talk yeah. enough about her because there's this one amazing scene where, yeah. like, after Todd dies, Devin Sawa goes over to her house and she's, like, making some sort of, like, weird <laughs> oh, iron <yeah>. sculpture. <laughs> of him? Yeah, it's like a sp- it's like an iron head on, like, a rusty spring. And she's like, this is what I feel about you. No, no, she's like, do you know what this is? And he's like, uh, no, it, looks like, it looks like garbage. Yeah. And she <laughs> and she's, says, it's you. Yeah. This is how he's I like, feel about you. He's like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> you think I'm garbage. I no. thought like that would certainly kill somebody. Like if that yeah. exploded yeah. or like I know. You know, swung back, it could like... Well, all know, her like, sculptures are death traps too, but none of them kill anyone. Add that to the list of things Hollywood is afraid of. Paris, outsider arts, <laughs> computers. <laughs> yeah, technology of any kind. Yeah, so she's she's better now, but they're yeah. all tempting fate. They're all like, oh, we survived death. Fuck you, death. And they go on a plane again. Well, this yeah, I mean, I you've got to, like, you've, you can't, like, let those experiences hold you back. Their can't success you? at this point seems very tenuous. They're yeah. like, we, we conquered death forever, right? <laughs> like, we don't have to worry about that yeah. again. That one bully guy is like, see, I was right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> also, I think it's kind of, you know what? I think it's kind of selfish to get on an airplane. Because if you were oh, like, yeah. there's oh, a, yeah. an invisible, like, phantasmagoric force trying to take us down using magic, let's get on, you know, like, yeah. a vessel with, you know, hundreds of people and children. <laughs> I and- only go on cruise ships and buses. Like, <laughs> like what are you, a jerk? Yeah. Like, just drive alone. Never use the carpool lane. I kind of like at the beginning of the movie when they board the plane, they're like, oh, God would never blow up this because there's like a baby. <laughs> and a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was pretty sad. But that sort of makes me wonder, is God the bad guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sure. move, God. <laughs> God's like, I'll get you, Devin Sawa. And at the end, it's just George Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Cigar. <laughs> yeah. Just like trying to drown people with blue liquid. Yeah. Like, I love your work in Casper. <laughs> Just custom music. Oops. Uh, yeah. And then like, John Ritter. Would, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He's star, um, star of that movie. So they go to Paris and they're like, think we did it, guys? <laughs> Have they not had that conversation before? Is this all they talk about now? <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. Well, Alex is still sort of obsessed with it. He's still, you know, he's still like... Well, I mean, I don't know if we've really done it because there was this thing that I was thinking Oh, yeah, he's about. trying to do the math on and it. And then they're yeah. like, you know, just forget about it. And the guy- He also pulls out of his pocket the – he's like, let me just go over this one more time. He pulls out of his pocket the seating map yeah. of like – he had to go through airport security to get there. Like, can you imagine if they found, like, this crumpled up, you know, uh, layout of a plane? This is where the explosions <laughs> happened, like, on the <laughs> plane? <laughs> With, like, X's and names and shit? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah it this was, was definitely pre-9-11. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And then the guy, the bully guy. Yeah. He bites it. Yeah. There's Moulin like Rouge kills him. Yeah. Voulez-vous <laughs> <laughs> coucher avec la morgue? Well, first, uh, <laughs> Alex almost gets killed, and then he gets saved, and then the jerk kid... Yeah, we presume gets killed because it cuts he, to black. He almost gets killed by a fucking speeding bus again. I know. Yeah. Also, a big problem in France. Well, I could see it more in, in Paris. I guess they sure. drive really fast there. Or in like 1990s Los Angeles with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> like that's the only time those buses went fast. Um, I literally couldn't slow down. It was you or all of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You or me and Alan Ruck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I know we're running out of time, but I do want to quickly ask you guys uh, if you'd watch the sequels. Blaine, you said you saw some of them, right? Yeah, I saw some of them. There was, there was some, a really good gymnast routine uh, that was very good in one. Not like the routine of the gymnast, but the yeah, routine of death. Right. Surrounding the gymnast, preparing yeah, oh. for her routine. Yeah, there's like a, a tack lands on her, the straight bar that she like does her stuff which on. One, do you know which one that was? No, I can't remember. And then... So I think I saw the second one. Yeah? Because Allie Larder comes back in the second one. Oh, I've yeah, never seen Allie Larder in one. Yeah, she's I mean, like, let me tell you guys the rules. Right, because <laughs> Devin Sawa didn't want to do the Don't sequel. Don't talk about Fight Club. And it's, <laughs> in that one, it's like they have to keep finding new death setups. So that one, I think, was like... A crazy highway accident where like a whole bunch of yeah like lumber killed kids the, or something. The one remember. I saw was a Ferris wheel should have a roller coaster. A roller coaster, yeah, yeah. yeah. should right. have decapitated them all, and it was it was going to be great. The third one, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. then like the, they kill girls in tanning beds and a whole oh, bunch of yeah. different ways. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the fourth one is the final destination. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then no, there's they, Final Destination Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Did we like just get where we're finaler. going? There's like yeah. six of these goddamn things, and I there's can't like remember a family vacation. They never get with their. <laughs> Did you guys ever read about? I don't remember if it was the last one or the second last one or which one it was. But there's one that's got a fantastic ending. Did you ever read about this? No. There's one because they always have to end these things, and they can never quite. They try to make it a little twist or something, yeah. like, like they kind of do in the first one. But one of them, and I haven't watched it, and spoilers if you haven't seen all the Final Destination movies, but one of them ends with, you know, same thing, they think they've cheated death and everything, and then the people that think they've cheated death at the end board an airplane. And then we see Devin Sawa and his class also board the airplane. Oh, really? That's and that's cool. when you realize the whole thing's been a prequel, and that's, they didn't cheat death, and they're on that flight that's at the beginning of the first that's Final awesome. Destination. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Was that the Final Destination or was that Final Destination 5? I can't remember. A friend of mine, I have some friends that like went to go see all these movies yeah. and they would tell me about them. I um, want to watch all of them now. Like, they yeah. seem like a lot of fun. One of them is in 3D like, yeah. and was before like 3D movies were, right. were so omnipresent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe 3D. That would make sense. Uh, and we should also mention this movie began as an X-Files spec script. Right. Which oh, is cool. really? That's really yeah. cool. And I, I, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it has like an X Files. Totally. Thing to yeah, it. and it was directed by like a guy who worked on the X Files. Yeah, th- that's cool too. Because I, I always assumed like because I knew it was like X Files guys worked on it. I assumed, and I knew it began as an X File. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was you know something they had, but no. Apparently, it was a guy who wanted to be on the X Files wrote a spec script for it. And, he never got his dream. <laughs> well, someone else, you know, someone he showed it to was like, well, this make a, yeah. a good... Yeah, uh, well, the FBI feature. is in there, and yeah, it makes yeah. sense. And apparently it, it was going to be Scully's brother, 
was going to be like the uh, Alex character. That's interesting. Oh. And uh, you can that's actually too close to home though for a spec script. Like changing the whole thing. Well, they they said I read an interview with him and he said he was trying to make it a little more you know personal you know yeah, a little yeah. more personal for them. Yeah, yeah. But you can read the whole script online and we'll post that on our Facebook or something. But uh, but yeah, you can go check it out. It's kind of interesting to see how this would have played out. You know, with Mulder and Scully investigating instead of Daniel Roebuck and another actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could still do it. There's another season of the X-Files coming up. Maybe there'll be a Final Destination episode. <laughs> Crossover. Yeah. Final Destination 6. Mulder would have a lot of evidence on his side. Like, this has happened like eight yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Devin Sawa is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you guys think this movie was rewatchable? Rob, you never really watched it before. Or you did. You rented it, you said. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of fun. But I, you know, I think like... I mean, if you're like really into like the fun mechanisms of death, I think that's like really like the best thing about this movie. Mm-hmm. And if you can like ignore like all the plot stuff, because like the characters aren't that interesting, and the philosophy behind it, I don't think is really that sort of sound. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like the setting up of expectations and like that sort of stuff is just really fun to watch. And there's like a certain like tension and suspense that each of these sort of scenes build. But I guess it's fine that there's, you know, none of the people carry over into the sequels because you don't really care about any of those characters. But yeah, I don't know. It gets kind of clear. (laughs) Clear hangs around for one of them. Yeah, that's true. But I don't, yeah, it's kind of rewatchable. It sort of like scrapes by for me. Sweet. Yeah, I think it's surprisingly rewatchable. I, I, I saw bits of it when I was younger and remember the trailer a lot. It played a lot, but but I never fully seen the movie, so maybe I'm I'm coming at it from the wrong angle here. But I was surprisingly fascinated by this movie. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was really, really fun. Uh, and I like that the kills in the later movies, like they embrace that more and they embrace the Rube Goldbergness of it. So, yeah, I, I, and I don't think I need the characters to be anything much because it would almost like make it a better movie and i don't want it to be a better movie you know you know i still want it to be a better movie (laughs) yeah okay like there could be i don't know you know death is a mystery that could be explored yeah here it's just sort of like a creepy thing that Candyman says (laughs) right yeah well i'm I'm gonna say it's rewatchable but uh what do you think jam yeah i think it is i mean i think like i said earlier it's better in a group yeah, but you know, it'd be a fun thing to watch with a few friends on video. Even yeah, I think, I, then I you can think that. which of your friends is going to die. Next. <laughs> oh yeah, which one of us are going to die? And as we get older, that'll Dang. be a fun game to play. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be something to bet for. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was fun. I actually, uh, I kind of enjoyed it. Maybe against my better judgment, it definitely does ride the line between you know schlock and like a legitimately cool yeah. premise and i was thinking about you know like with a movie like it follows which yeah. is a movie i liked but i was a little disappointed in the ending because it it was you know the having the idea of like kids face off against this force that seems that's supernatural and seems like it can't be uh killed and in that movie they were like oh we'll just shoot it in the face yeah and that's our plan yeah at least in this you know it involved you know sacrificing yourself or doing it, it was a bit yeah. more metaphysical Thinking outside the box kind yeah of, i don't know i kind of enjoyed that it was it was mildly rewatchable for me all right all right well that wraps up another uh halloweeny episode halloweeny Halloween-y? yeah no that doesn't sound right <laughs> that wraps up another episode thank you so much for listening as always you can find more episodes at rewatchability.com uh a lot of our 
back catalog is currently unavailable, but mm-hmm. if you want to get access to that, we're working on a way for our Patreon donors to get access to all the episodes. So look forward to that and donate if you want to be a part of it. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to give a dollar. So yeah, and uh, it's the only way to stave off death. <laughs> I mean, well, also exercise and you know, eating well yeah, and stuff. No, uh, uh, we're at Twitter at rewatchability, Facebook.com slash rewatchability, and uh, if you could subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, that helps also. And you don't even want to fuck with that, Mac Daddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.